KC Covers Country. What it is, ho? What's up? Oh my gosh, it is beautiful outside this week. I hope that you've been driving around with your windows down, soaking in all the sunshine, because I just know this is not the end of the cold weather. I just know it. On a completely unrelated note, I feel like we've had some pretty good country stories happen this week because every day after the show, I thought I cannot wait to make the Casey Covers Country podcast and compile these all together for you. So let's not even waste any time. Let's just get into it. Here are the quick country stories and headlines of the week that I think you need to know. Thanks for tuning Promposals and what they have to do with country music. First off, if you're unsure, of course, a promposal is when a high school student asks someone to go to prom or like a homecoming dance, and they usually do it in a really creative way. So it's like a spectacle or you're outdoing one another or like a really special moment. We blame Laguna Beach for this. Yes, we do. (laughs) This year, Morgan Wallen and Taylor Swift themed promposals are the biggest things in high school. Google Trends say that they are the top two promposals ideas that teenagers have been Googling. I saw this all on from Taste of Country. They have like the entire list of really awesome ideas, but I've seen a lot of lyrics on signs like a Morgan Wallen has a song called Spin You Around. So a sign says, I'm no Morgan Wallen, but I can spin you around at prom. Okay. Or (laughs) I thought you should know I'm chasing you all the way to prom. Like that. Like that. that. Or Taylor Swift has a song called Mine. And so, like, there's a picture of a boy holding a sign, and it says, you are the best thing that's ever been mine. Prom? Okay. As long as they're putting prom on the posters, that's that's key. Because I, could, I feel like if you do this the wrong way, whoever you're asking may think that you actually have Taylor Swift or Morgan Wallen tickets. Which is... Which are, like, impossible to get anywhere. <laughs> and that could be almost as bad as... Uh, the girl thinking that you're proposing <laughs> marriage, but you all you all just have earrings in the box. You know what I mean? Ooh. <laughs> I, I would almost say that it's worse. I think I would be more heartbroken if somebody was holding a sign and I thought that I was going to Taylor Swift yeah. and they're really asking me to f- senior prom. Ugh. Just got to be careful with that. I, there's a lot of posters. I just feel like I would do it. I would do it up a little bit more with like, Helicopters or planes or something, you know? Right. (laughs) Like you're hopping on that at 17. I saw one that a Taylor Swift one that said, Prom with you would be better than my wildest dreams. And of course, it's always accompanied by like a bouquet of flowers or like they decorated that person's room or their locker. So it got me thinking. Obviously, well, Morgan and Taylor are the two biggest artists in the world right now. So it's no surprise that they're like infiltrating kids lives outside of music. Yeah. I'd be interested to know if anybody listening right now was promposaled with a Taylor Swift or a Morgan Wallen theme. Exactly. And I want you to show me or at least tell us about it if that's the case. You can text us at 314-699-4766. Even if you just, I don't know how many high school students are like in a car right now, but even if you know someone, like if you're Facebook friends with somebody who's yeah. like kid had a cool promposal, feel free to tell us. 314-699-4766 is the text line. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg with new Tellurites in stock at Offenberg Kia in Shiloh. If they're great enough, I mean, I will totally be reposting them on Facebook. For sure. Love a good promposal. Reva's up to something. Reva! With the help of Garth Brooks. It's not that fancy. 
You know, Reba's a modern-day Renaissance woman. She's a singer, a restaurant owner, an actress, an entertainer, clothing designer, established author. And now she's just adding to her resume. I'd love to hang out with Reba. I think most people would. We would just, like, chill at a bonfire and just talk. Just kick it. About all of the times we've spent together over the years. Right. She I've, for sure remembers you. I've never met Reba. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's adding to her resume with the release of another book. Not that fancy is the name of it. I'll be joined by my good buddy Garth Brooks, who also wrote the foreword to the book. Reba and Garth. Two Oklahomies writing a book. Singing <laughs> hooks, writing books. I like that. Do you think in the forward he tells us where the bodies are? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. If you don't know what we're talking about, go check out our video yesterday on socials at 92.3 WAL. Um, but yeah, her new book is going to be called Not That Fancy. And a little excerpt from it says, I think the secret to a nice life isn't that complicated. Most of us probably already know it in our bones. And that's what I want to get back to. Simple, fun, hard work, good food, and laughing with people you love. And that's what I'm sharing on these pages. Some simple, not very fancy truths that I live by. A bunch of good stories and photos and recipes to go along with them. I honestly think that that's why Reba seems so grounded or is so grounded and why she's so relatable. Because you don't see Reba driving around in a Lamborghini. You just don't. You're not going to. You no. Know? She, she's made a lot of money over the years, I'm sure, but doesn't really show it. You know what I mean? She stays, she sticks to herself. Yeah. And that's why everyone loves her. Yeah. So I think this was kind of like an autobiography in sense of like not necessarily, not so polished and put together, but maybe like a story here, a recipe to go along with it, or a story there, some photos involved and they'll probably just like add up to what she feels makes her life. Yeah, yeah. Love me some Reba. I think most people do. I'll post this to our Facebook page so that you can see it there if you're a big Reba fan. Maybe you're going to want to get your hands on the book whenever it comes out or maybe you've already read one of Reba's books and you're a fan. Tyler Hubbard showed up somewhere he wasn't invited and made a performance with a crowd that he wasn't, that they weren't necessarily there to see him. While he was in Austin, Tyler decided that he needed to hit up the famous Broken Spoke Texas Dance Hall, which I guess is like a pretty big deal out in Austin. Yeah. So he was out to dinner with his band and they got this wild idea that they were just going to show up to this dance hall and see if they might make a scene. Maybe they'd get to hop up on a stage and, you know, someone would see them, oh my God, it's Tyler Robert, and let them up on stage. Uh-huh. They didn't know. So without any instruments, without knowing any details or anybody who even worked there, Tyler and the band grabbed Ubers, headed over to Austin's Broken Spoke dance hall to see if they could close out their evening in a fun way. And they did what all country artists do. They posted a video to their story. In the band, we're in Austin, and uh, we were in dinner, and we decided we were in the mood to play some music. So we uh, looked up the coolest little hole in the wall here in Austin, and I think it's about to go down. So it went down. They went to the hole in the wall dance hall. They pulled up and talked to the manager and said, hey, we're so-and-so, and we'd like to perform. And the manager said, well, our weekly guy is already on stage. What are you going to do? So the guys walk in, they talk to the weekly performer, and that person says, you know what? We've got some, like, old guitars and storage and stuff. There's uh-huh. no one really here in the audience anyway. Why don't you guys hop up? You've probably got a crowd coming since you just posted something to socials. So everybody go find whatever instruments you can find 
and meet us up on stage. So they're going through closets. They're looking. I wouldn't play this because the audio is terrible because they really are in like the bottom of a VFW looking for anything they can find. This is like one of those drop ceiling places where you feel like even if you're 5'5", you feel super tall. There's got to be like some wood paneling from the 70s on the walls. Yeah. It's so (laughs) gritty. And they ended up playing a whole 40-minute set. And that weekly performer that was on stage when they got there, he played fiddle for them the entire time. And a couple hundred fans showed up to fill the building and they ended up getting it done. That's awesome. It it does look like Tyler Hubbard's head is about to hit the ceiling of this place. Like, if he was on his <laughs> tiptoes, it would be there. Yeah. Uh, Austin's a cool place for this kind of stuff. You know, you, you hear about this stuff in Nashville all the time. We're like, you know, Blake Shelton showed up to his bar mm-hmm. or whatever and, you know, uh, played, a, played a set. But this is this is cool. If it is actually real and they didn't actually set this up ahead of time. Right. Then it's awesome. It does look pretty real. I'm not going to lie. And how fun to be you know, hanging out in your city and then Tyler Hubbard's like, we're, go- we're showing up here. We're at Mike Telania's, you Uh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. (laughs) So the video is pretty cool. I'll share it to all of our socials. You can find us at 923WIL. Brad Paisley, singer, songwriter, guitar shred master, nail tech. Oh. You'd think that Brad Paisley would translate that guitar shredding into other, like, fine motor skills. And maybe he thought that he could when he asked his wife, Kimberly Williams Paisley, if he could do her nails for Easter Sunday. How'd that turn out? I don't know even how this came about. <laughs> I feel like she, this had to have been one of those like household moments where she's like, you know, I got to do my nails before Easter. And he's like, you know what? Just let me. Yeah. Just let me. So they got all set up at the kitchen table. She filmed everything so that, of course, she could post it to social media and show fans. But he had sat down with all the brushes and the paints and he got creative with it. He was doing stripes on one nail, polka dots on the next. They all look like their little Easter egg designs. And while he is no professional, it's really not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I don't know. It kind of looks like a child learning to color for the first time. Have you ever tried to paint nails? I have not. I was just going to suggest that might be a good punishment at some point for you if you lose a bet. I would paint your nails. Ugh. Yeah. That would be pretty bad because you would not be good at it. It's much harder. It's very hard. How do you know I'm not like a natural? A natural nail dude. Because I know. Okay. And because your hands are the size of my face, there's no way they're holding a brush (laughs) that small. (laughs) Either way, he really didn't do that bad. And I'm sure it made for a really fun conversation when they went to Easter Sunday and saw all their family and friends. And I'm sure Kimberly got to say, oh, and look, Brad's in my nails. Yeah. Hey. Check it out. The Paisleys are always up to something fun and lighthearted. And if they're not, then we're probably not hearing from them. And I think that's what I appreciate appreciate about them most. Yeah. You know? Do you think all the other country wives were jealous? Because I would imagine that's all they hang out with. It's just other country wives. And Brad families. Paisley and Kimberly? That's all. That's it. Yeah. I'm not seeing them hanging out with anybody but in it's country. Like, it's like Vince Gill. You know what I mean? No. And oh, like, like that's who they're hanging out with? Like John Rich and the, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Vince Gill, yes. I think Brad Paisley and Kimberly, they're probably, they probably have the strangest group of friends that you would never expect. You think? Yes. In fact, I feel like we should write that down as a question to ask them someday. Like, we can't really see you hanging out with Jason Aldean on the weekends, uh-huh. but Vince Gill? Mm, yeah. Right. Who your friend? The Eagles? Probably. <laughs> Priscilla Block teaming up with fast fashion. Priscilla Block, or as Remy likes to call her. Priscilla. 
Priscilla Block <laughs> has teamed up with global fashion online retailer Sheen or Shein to create her new collection. My ladies out there, we know about Sheen or Shein. Some people who are wrong call it I Shane. I could buy a shirt for $2. It, literally. So basically, it's this fast fashion website that has so many clothing and options, like, options and accessory options that the factory is somewhere way not in America are just pumping out products left and right so fast with no disregard for the coral reefs or the waste they're putting into the oceans or the alleged terrible working conditions. Um, all allegedly <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but if you can get past all that, Priscilla Block is a big fan of the brand. And she's and I know a ton of people who also like buy from she and regularly. So anyway. <laughs> it's like it's like drinking Coca-Cola classic. I just cannot <laughs> recommend it. But there's nothing else happening in country music news, so I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. So they're, <laughs> they've created a apparel collection with her just in time for festival season. She and ex-Priscilla Block is inspired by her personal style that she'll be sporting this year at places like Stagecoach, Hangout Music Festival, and more. From rhinestone fringe, neon colors, and her classic denim styles, 90s pieces, it's all offered in um, like a size inclusivity brand so everything from extra small to 4XL is included. I'm looking at it right now. If you like the way that Priscilla Block dresses, this is it. You can have everything she's got right here. It's For like less than 20 bucks. It is swimsuits, <laughs> it is frilly stuff, it's denim, everything. Like everything I've ever seen Priscilla Block in as she's like performing on stage is on this website. Everything that she wore to Ballpark Village and the aunts and uncles on Facebook just ripped her apart about. Yeah. If you like that, that's totally on Shein. And I think she looked absolutely awesome that night. She says, working with Sheem has been such a fun and exciting experience. I'm a fan of the brand and have been for a lot of years, so it's cool to curate my first ever fashion collection with them. I wanted to choose pieces that everyone can wear no matter their shape or size. So we've taken the classic country styles I love the most and added my own sassy glam twist to make them real country meets city chick kind of vibe. And I feel like anyone who wears it will be feeling like a star, whether you're partying on a boat or you just want to be the best dressed at festival season. Yep. There it is. It, the collection is right there for you. Yeah. Everything. I love Priscilla. I think she always dresses the most fun and she has the most fun when she's on stage. Yeah. I just, you know, had to give you a disclaimer of I don't <laughs> like the brand because it's killing the world. Anyway. <laughs> While we announced Jordan Davis's tour yesterday, he also made, you know, the big announcement himself and he calls it the worst tour announcement ever all sarcasm because it's pretty funny. So they made a video and posted it. He and his bandmates are sitting in a basement or a garage, that 70s show style. And he says, you know what? We should go on tour. Uh -huh. And the band says, mm, you should probably check with your wife. So he gives her a call. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. What's up? Hey, I, uh, I was just kind of sitting around, you know, thinking about the fall. And I think me, I think me and the guys are, we're going to hit the road. We're gonna, we're gonna tour. We're gonna tour the, the the new record. Jordan, I am over seven months pregnant, and we're having our third baby in June. I don't know how you think this is a good idea. Can you hold on one second? One, one second. 
Jordan, stop, 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 stop. I'll see you at home. He Bye. hangs up the phone. He says, she said yes. <laughs> We're hitting the road. And they announced it. And, of course, they announced they're going to be here in St. Louis on September 30th at the factory in Chesterfield. The video flipped to a scene of them walking slow-mo out of this garage and, like, the garage doors opening. And Jordan Davis is in the front and the band is in the back. And they're getting, like, knocked in the head by the garage door as it's moving open. And it's, like, <laughs> rock music. But the wind machine's blowing their hair back. So they can tell they're very excited for tour. I personally don't know how he's going to make this happen, seeing as his third child really is due in June. See, that's the thing is when you've got two others, you're good. Like, you know the drill. If this is his first... Oh, what? They're all taking care of each other now? <laughs> yep, yes. This three-year-old's like, I got it, Dad. If this was his first, it might be a different story. But at least yeah. they've got a little bit of a roadmap now. Not to say that like him being absent is a good thing, but... And it really is the perfect time for him to go on tour. Jordan Davis just released a new album that's doing really well with songs like um, What My World Spins Around and obviously By Dirt happened to be huge. Yeah. His song Next Thing You Know is having a big moment on TikTok and social media. So it feels like, you know, if he's ever going to go on tour, now's the, a really good time to do so. Do you, think I, that, do you think that 2023 is the year, J.D.? I really do. Yeah. I think in 2024, two of our biggest artists on the scene and biggest, I mean, like up for probably the most awards are going to be Jordan Davis and Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. Yeah. Which is something I never thought I'd say. Uh, Yeah. I could see Kelsey this being a big year for her. It's been like a slow burn for the both of them. Very. Yeah. And now it's really popping off. Yeah. So, like I said, you can see Jordan Davis at the factory in Chesterfield on September 30th. We just posted up all that info yesterday. Tickets go on pre-sale Thursday with the code Next Thing. Tickets go on sale Friday. Babies everywhere. Two country music stars are expecting this year. One that we had high hopes for, but another we were not expecting. First and foremost, Russell Dickerson and his wife Kaylee just announced that they are expecting their second child, a little boy. Let's go. And they announced it by, you know, just posting a simple video to socials. And they had their two-year-old out on a beach. Remy, can you say, we're having a baby? Can you say, Remy? We're having a baby. (laughs) And when he first found out, this was Russell's reaction. (laughs) And if you know Russell Dickerson, you can totally see that in your head. I I feel like there's only one name that Russell can use for their second child. And it has to be Casey. It has to be. God. has to be. I don't care if they spell with a C. has to be right, Casey. Right, because they spelt Remy with an I. Yeah. Let's let's know, RD. Oh, my gosh. We've got to talk to him. Let's know, RD, that you love the show and that you love 92.3 WIL. And as you are his first godparent. Yeah. These are things. It only makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. They've, they, um, they've also shared this year that they had a miscarriage before this pregnancy. So they had the fans just like sending love and really rooting for them. So it's no surprise that when they found out, they really kept it low key. They posted a simple video that they made like they found out in their house and they did a private little gender reveal in their living room with just Russell, Kaylee, and their little boy, and nobody else was really involved. Which, maybe that's that second child thing, maybe that's that celebrity life thing, or that, you know, we're just being safe, we don't, anything could happen thing. But I really appreciate that they made that moment private. And speaking of not making a big deal out of announcements, on a more unexpected note, Clay Walker! An artist we just saw here in St. Louis. They just had a kid, didn't they? Yep. He is expecting his eighth child, a fourth little girl. 
Okay. I think, you know, it's That's a lot of kids. It's cool that it's a girl, so it can kind of even things out four girls, four boys. Yeah. Even playing field. I can't imagine them having another. At what point? That's do what they- I said last time. <laughs> At what point do they all just start taking care of each other? I think they are. <laughs> I'm pretty sure two of those are like above 20 years old. Yeah. I think my biggest question for Clay Walker is, does the bus driver know how to change diapers? Because mm. I wouldn't want him getting up in my face if I didn't know how to change diapers. I was going to say, he better know how to change diapers better than he knows how to drive that bus. Right? Right? You better make it smooth. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. But did you know that one of his children's names is Elijah Craig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. I think they all have some sort of like they all have liquor, double names. They all have some sort of like liquor tie-in. I think. What? Yeah. No, you made that up. It's like Mary Elizabeth, and it's they're all double names. But I Elijah Craig really caught my eye. Yeah. I'll post both of these announcements to our. Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, like I said, Clay Walker didn't really do much. They literally just called People Magazine and had them publish an article. And that was it. We'll give this to you for 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Granger Smith is making some huge announcements and career moves. Yesterday, he announced on social media that he is leaving country music in order to pursue ministry at his local church in Texas. But I'm making this video, I'm making this post to announce that this summer is my last ever tour. He announced a tour. It's called the Like a River Tour, of course, named after his three-year-old son, River, who died after um, a tragic drowning incident back in 2019. So this being his official farewell tour. Ah, it's so weird because he's so young. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like he's got so much more in in the country music world. But, you know, he's being called, so I get it. His post says, Being a musician was never a prison, but this is a new passion, a new focus, a new direction that I believe is going to allow me to focus more on the individual people and their lives, which is ultimately why I started doing music in the first place. So he goes into saying that he's toured for the last 24 years and that, you know, he's just being called to something new. And this is a conversation I think you and I have a lot off the air that like life's just too short to do just one thing. Yeah. And it's hard to walk away from the money and it's hard to walk away from the fame and the fortune and all that kind of stuff. So I would imagine that's why a lot of country artists stay in it. But I can't wait to go to see Earl Dibbles Jr., you know, doing One a last little time. Doing a little no at church. At church. <laughs> I think that'd be a pretty raucous church. I would like that. <laughs> yeah, the, I do. I should say the the Lego River tour is not coming to St. Louis, but I think there is a Missouri date on there. I've got to check again. Um, but he's also going to be releasing a book once tour is over, and the book will be called Like a River. And he says, I don't want the tour to end, and then people say, Oh, now he's got a book. He wants it to be a very cohesive and sentimental side of what the entire journey has meant so the like a river era will be the tour the book the thank you for everything this is you know what's happened in my career and in my personal life and this is what i've learned and this is where i'm moving forward and kind of a nice little bow to wrap it all up with i will say shout out to him because this does take a lot of it takes a lot of thought and a lot of planning to do a major shift like this i mean you think about i mean just people in their everyday jobs probably think about leaving at some mm-hmm. point to go do something that they're super passionate about and it's not an easy decision because you've got 
family relying on you, friends, all that kind of thing. So uh, kudos to him for making a huge decision like this. He says he's currently working towards a master's degree from Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, and he wants to make clear that he is not Pastor Granger. I I don't know what he... No, he's Pastor Earl Dibbles Jr. Obviously. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So it seems like fans are super encouraging about this. You know, he said it throughout his entire video, like, you could be sad or upset that you're not going to see me anymore, but, you know, he will still be on social media and doing the whole thing. Yeah, I've heard him talk. I've heard I've heard him give a couple sermons before on, on social media. He, he's a natural at it. Like, yeah. he's just... I think he was actually born for this. And he's one of those people that can really, ju- whether it's to one person or a thousand people, he can just sit there and talk for like 10 minutes straight yep. and have a clear direction and there's no awkwardness to it. Like he really is made for something like that. I'm happy for him. So you can see that post on our Facebook page and our Instagram story. Find us at 92.3 WIL. Casey covers country.